Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. So did you notice the new intro music? I hope you like it. Uh, If you've been listening to me for a while, then I guess you may have noticed that there's been a little change. I like to to shake things up every now and then. So um, I hope you like what we're doing and welcome to CEO on the go. I wanted to do another short episode today, this time on a topic that I've been thinking about a lot and one that I think a lot of leaders should be thinking about, especially now, both on a personal level and for the sake of the business or the organization or team or department whatever it is that you're in charge of. And I actually think it's a skill that sets the best leaders apart. It's not talked about enough, and it's tough to teach. You know, we hear a lot about the importance of leadership skills, like communication and presentation skills, problem-solving skills, management skills, negotiation, influencing, providing feedback. All of those are important to build and practice. But I think one of the most critical and overlooked and untapped skills is using your imagination. I hear some people say, well, I just don't have a good imagination. I just can't think like that. But the truth is that they may not have tried to use their imagination in the best ways, or if they did, they didn't follow the best approach. So first, the case for imagination, just in case it's not obvious. Of course, the pandemic has accelerated the pace of change. Companies are having to rethink everything. One of the biggest current challenges is bringing people back to work in a way that works for everyone. I had a great episode with Rick Bowers in another episode called Returning to the Strange New World of Work, if you wanted to check that one out on that topic. I spoke with one CEO client recently who said, Gail, before the pandemic, I never would have imagined allowing people to work from home or even remotely. And now that I see that we've been even more productive, I've got a lot to figure out got this expensive office space costing the company. It's not being used. I've spoken with other executives that are rethinking roles in the business. They're creating new roles. Some are rethinking their business models. There's just such an evident need to expand our thinking, to imagine new possibilities. And imagination fuels innovation as well, which is so important. You know, executives are working on all kinds of impossible problems that can't be solved in ways that they've attempted to do in the past. You may have heard the Einstein quote, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. And I believe the missing ingredient in that process is imagination. Better your imagination, the better you can be at working through challenges and expanding new possibilities for both yourself and your team. So I wanted to offer a few tips or thoughts on what you can do to cultivate or exercise your imagination. You know, in some other episodes, we've talked about the importance of exercising your body. So why not focus on exercising your imagination today? And I I want to acknowledge first that there are some forces that are working against you now, uh, like pressure. I know that you're under a tremendous amount of pressure. And, you know, being under pressure makes using your imagination really difficult. There's speed that's expected. You've got to increase your pace. And so when do you have time to to think uh, about new ways when you're just trying to keep up? There's busyness. There's just so much to do. So where does imagination fit in when you've got a full day? 
the environment. Sometimes that can be a deterrent, especially if you're in the same environment every day like we have been over the past few months. That's really a force that can work against you because your imagination can really be triggered when you put yourself in new experiences and new environments. So we're just now having the opportunity to do that. So a few tips or ideas for you. One is to relax relax to the extent that you can. I know that in my experience and from what I've seen in others and what I've studied, I know that your imagination is most active when you are less stressed, when you're relaxed. So this means that you can't call a meeting and force everyone to just use your imagination. Now we've got to figure these things out. But what you can do is to create an environment where people can feel more relaxed and feel more comfortable, even virtually. You know, we've all been in these Zoom sessions or team sessions online and everyone, you know, from time to time can look frazzled or stressed out from just having to be on in front of a a virtual group. So just scheduling some time for your team to do something light or fun will be important. And then you can weave in some questions that really help spark their imagination. So you can do it in a very informal, relaxed way, which is what I would recommend. And on a personal level, do something to help yourself relax. That's when your best ideas will come, your crazy ideas, which is what you want to emerge. They'll come about more naturally when you go for a walk or a hike, or if you're near water, you know, water is believed to help you think better. Number two is pay attention to your instincts. Don't you hear that little voice sometimes that comes to you? It's like a little nudge or an idea that pops in your head that seems to be for no reason, but then you think, hmm, that's interesting. That may be a possibility. And then you forget it the next day, or you're too busy, or you're moving too fast. So you need to jot down the idea when it comes to mind. Jot it while you got it, or ink it when you think it, or if you lose it, you can't use it. Okay, enough of my little rhymes, you get the idea. You've got to capture your ideas when they come up. Number three, stimulate your own thinking. Writers do this all the time in in writing workshops. I was just in one myself where the leader suggested some questions to answer that we haven't thought about. The point is that you can begin directing your thoughts and using your imagination to allow those thoughts to grow and expand and take shape without slowing them down or judging them. You just write. It's a free flow exercise. Maybe you write a story. There's so many different ways to do this. Or maybe you create a a fill-in-the-blank kind of statement, one of my favorites to use either with myself or with teams that I'm working with, is to have them complete a statement like this. It's the year 2025, and I'm most excited about the fact that, and then they can complete the story so that you know what's most important to them or what they'd be most excited about. Number four, create your own environment for growth. This means choosing experiences deliberately based on what you're imagining to help reinforce your ideas, consciously choosing the kinds of people that you want to be around and having conversations with. Um, I know that I have intentionally put myself in front of more change agent types of leaders over the years, because in my imagination, it became more clear that those are the best kinds of clients that I can serve, those people who really want to help make a big impact and move organizations in a new direction. Maybe you know that you need to offer more virtual kinds of service delivery. So hang out with other people who are doing that well, or people that you can learn from who are having some success with that. The risk is if you continue to do the same things with the same people in the same kind of environment, 
you won't be able to facilitate that kind of new thinking and change at, at a pace that you really need to. At a minimum, you might be frustrated. And worst case scenario, you may be stuck. One other quick idea, hang out with children. You know, those, those are the ones that have the strongest imaginations. Maybe some of that will rub off on you. Number five, look for images to reinforce your thoughts. My previous guest, Jude Massion, talked about that in the context of what elite athletes do. When they're trying to envision the goal, they keep a, kind of a picture in their mind uh, so that it helps motivate them. I think that that's a really helpful technique. And I've, I've mentioned this example before, probably in one or more of my previous episodes. But when I first wrote my book, Take the Bull by the Horns, I created a book cover and kept that in front of me before I actually finished the book. And it helped motivate me. That was a, a powerful way to keep me going. I'm working on my next book, so I will probably do the same thing. It's just really important to have some kind of image or token or metaphor or quote, anything in front of you that reminds you about what it is that you're imagining to help you move toward it. So quick summary, relax, relax to the extent that you can. Uh, number two, listen to your instincts. You know, pay attention to those random ideas that bubble up and write them down. Number three, stimulate your own thinking by asking different questions. Number four, create your own environment by deliberately choosing who you want to be around and the experiences that you want to have that help reinforce whatever it is that you're imagining. And then five, find an image of some kind or a token to keep in front of you that represents what it is that you're imagining. Your imagination is like an invisible muscle that needs to be exercised. And it's not something separate to check off your to-do list. Using your imagination should be an integral part of your life and work. When you're looking at a group or a team, there's so much power in being able to fuel imaginative ideas if you're in a group where there's a lot of diversity, people who think differently. And then on a personal level, it's so important to allow your imagination to run free there too, especially if you're thinking about your own future. Over the past few weeks or months, I've had a number of conversations with clients and friends who admit that they're trying to figure out what they want to do. So let's say over the next five to 10 years, they say, Gail, I really want to think through what I want to do for myself. They're trying to figure out the process to help them do that. And the key really lies in being able to help them exercise their imagination early. Some of them have been through some kind of experience like the pandemic that makes them think differently. Others may hit some kind of age milestone or other kind of experience. My point is that, that you can begin to allow yourself to imagine what could be possible even before then. That will help you be better off because you're starting the process earlier. You're actually being given clues every day, but you may not recognize them because you're not attuned to them. So increase your awareness because your imagination is talking to you. So I hope this was a helpful nudge or even a directive to get that imagination cranking on all cylinders. But remember, imagination is not something to force. It's something to allow. Let it lead you to what's next for you or your business. And before I sign off today, I wanted to let you know another reason this topic has been top of mind for me. In case you didn't know already, I'll be part of season two in a bold new reality docuseries called The Social Movement. 
Filming is just around the corner. I just learned that I'll be co-captain of a team of CEOs and entrepreneurs and business owners who are coming together in Miami Beach to solve an impossible world problem in just four days. Doesn't that sound fun? Um, We'll be tackling problems like ending hunger or poverty or ending suicide or reinventing the educational system. We'll be developing a business concept to help solve one of those problems. So if you're interested in seeing what I'm doing, you can check out the trailer on my site at workmatters.com forward slash social movement. More reason to join my list if you haven't done so already, because I'll be sharing a few updates. And I also share announcements about the podcast as well. So of course, I'd love to know what you're imagining for the future. And if you happen to be feeling stuck, Increasing your imagination can help get you going. Let me know if I can help you or your team. Imagine living your life and doing the work that really matters most to you now. It's worth it. Until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, feel free to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn or visit workmatters.com. You might also want to check out the Social Movement TV show, a bold new docuseries that brings together entrepreneurs from all over the world to solve impossible world problems. I'll be featured in season two, and you can learn more by visiting workmatters.com forward slash social movement. Until next time, keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you.